Hey everyone, it's Evelyn. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. And I am just all over the place thinking of different ways that I can contribute to my health goals in living a healthy lifestyle. And one of the things that I've talked about on this podcast pretty often is my use of essential oils. And it all derived from the research that I had done in 2008 for my business that I had for the Wreath Connection. And just to remind those of you who are just joining, I uh, I had a business, it's mentioned in the first season, I'd had a business called The Reef Connection, and it was kind of an invention of sorts, and it was kind of paired with a craft, uh, creative, imaginative idea that I'd had, and it went over really well. What I did was... I had gotten a, uh, a bunch of supplies of like dried leaves and um, pine and uh, pliable wood uh, to create the foundation for uh, a wreath or any type of home decor for any holiday that you can think of or just a year-round wreath or swag to put up on your wall. And what I would do is I had a supplier that was located in Africa that would send me essential oils derived from all of their local exotic plants. So I would put an offer out to get recipes from people who were interested in decorating their home with one of these deeply scented essential oil attributes and everything uh, was for something medicinal so I could make a recipe to alleviate headaches I could have a recipe to alleviate arthritis or there was a recipe for a scent that could you know calm your thoughts a nice stress releasing scent And so I had to learn over the course of the time that I had the business uh, how to put scents together that fit, that didn't sound or like that didn't smell so strong that they made someone who was sensitive to scent sick. Because a lot of people that have cancer and are taking chemotherapy are sensitive to scents and can't take a whole lot of strong scents. It makes them very sick in certain trials and things. So I had to be cognizant of that too. So long story short, they would send me the recipe that they needed and I would create the supplies that were needed to make the wreath before I'd even begun. I would soak the supplies in the tub in the scent that was made to alleviate through aromatherapeutic properties that were put together from the essential oils. And then I would make the wreath or the swag or whatever it is And then I would, you know, wrap it very, very carefully. And then I would send it to them. And I would also include a bottle of that scent of the essential oils. So after six months or so, it wouldn't be like a Glade plug-in where you paid $3 and you would constantly be getting it refilled uh, by buying a new refill. You would have to... uh, refresh it now and then if it worked for you and it was such a wonderful experience I had made tons of them and if you ever found me on YouTube you have seen what those wreaths were and some of the advertising that I had done I would go to people's houses and I would talk to them about what their ailments were I would go to different places in the country and I would talk to people that specialize in essential oils about their craft and what was good about the oils and what the aromatherapy you know category means you know because it's not uh it's not something mainstream it's not western medicine you're talking about homeopathy so uh you know at the time was kind of taboo too like nobody wanted to talk about 
uh, different medicines that were outside of the norm, organic or, um, you know, unprocessed things. And this was something that I was like, you know, it's really good for people. They like, you know, a warm feeling when they're at home and this is something that they don't have to go to the grocery store and get it's not something that's chemicalized so much it's essential oils like technically you could eat the oils if you wanted to everything is healthy for you so and and if it didn't make you feel good you could send it back for a full refund and I was able to be very successful in this business for a really long time and then the recession of 2008 really hit me hard and the whole story is located in season one under my story of the wreath connection and having my business which you know it was a blessing in disguise disguise because I ended up creating another business after that and like the rest is history but from that experience that I have with essential oils, there were a couple things that I took with me. And I keep certain oils on hand at all times. And if you've ever listened to any of my meditation podcast episodes or any of my spirituality podcast episodes, I usually mention that I meditate a lot in the shower. And one of the meditations that I do in the shower is a sinus cleanse, a complete sinus cleanse. And then I meditate because, you know, there's a lot of heavy breathing and there's a lot of fluffer breath, which is breathing out, but not breathing out the whole way. You're kind of taking half breaths and you're doing them very quickly, almost to get lightheaded. So you got to be careful if you're trying it in the shower. But I've done it so much that I'm used to it or I'm already sitting on the floor of the shower, which sounds kind of crazy. But um, if you're meditating in the shower, it's wonderful because it's it's heated and everything. And I have, you know, problems when I breathe a lot. <laughs> for sinus issues like because I love to be outside so much I'm in nature a lot I have a dog it is very common for me to have blocked sinuses or you know be you know stuffed up or become stuffed up while I'm in the middle of talking or anything that I'm doing it comes on so sudden or sort of sneezing whatever so I take some peppermint oil and I, I put it in the shower, sometimes lavender, sometimes rose oil, depending. If I had a stressful day, I want to calm down, I'll throw some lavender in there. Um, you know, chamomile oil is really good for any skin imperfections. Uh, you know, soothing. I love, you know, anything. La I've got scrubs that are lavender. I've got eucalyptus is what I use for my sinuses. And it's so important, you know, I had um, a couple weeks ago I started to see because it's it's down south it's the rainy season I started to see where through my screen uh, little tiny tiny bugs were coming in to get themselves a whiff of some of my candles on my lanai and so all I had to do was wipe everything down with essential lemon oil it's obviously not the lemon fruit it's the lemon plant so it smells similar but not like you would imagine the strength of an actual lemon to be but when you think of lemons and them fighting off bugs think of citronella and what's used for that Once you utilize some of the fruits and you understand some of the plants, some of the flowers and what they're used for, uh, you almost become naturally curious. I mean, if you're anything like me about 
you know, what kinds of plants, you know, that's that goes back to my episode on herbalism, right? And talking about how all the herbs can get into your system. And I mean, that segues into vitamins. Because I had BSG surgery, I take a ton of vitamins every day and will have to for the rest of my life. But in really feeling the advantages of those after taking them for a month and my system getting used to them, I really can recognize what a difference they make when I run out of them and I haven't gotten the order yet or something like that. And I have those few days in between. It's almost instantaneous. The feeling of, you know, like the Tin Man where my my uh, joints start to feel real rough and it's hard to get up when I've been sitting for a while and it's hard to, you know, work out when I'm going to work out and things like that. So, you know, it all is connected and those plants that are creating those vitamins are also creating these very special oils that no one really takes advantage of. I mean, it's very rare. I tell everybody that I work with and in my friend circles, like you need an oil for this or you need a blend of the oils for this. Spray this before you get into the shower. When I do a little eucalyptus and lavender or a blend of whatever I'm feeling that day and I sit down to do a meditation, what happens is my entire system clears out, which is fantastic and really hard to do with over-the-counter medicine when you've got sinuses that are like mine, trust me. And then I sit and with a clear head, I can do that deep breathing exercise, which really releases all the stress of the day, all of the negativity, and allows me to be able to fully concentrate on some of my goals and objectives, which is awesome because it fits into my personal life. It fits into my work life. It gives me a clear perspective on the chances that my goals are going to come to fruition. And if not, the stepping stones that I need to cover in order to get to where I need to be right then when I come out of the shower usually the stuff that I put on my hair like the towel I put my hair up in or the towel that I wrap around my body or even just the environment is smelling so fresh and so clean that my sinuses stay clear which is ultimate comfort and if I use any element of lavender in there because of the stress-free properties I usually end up slipping into bed which as you know is very hard for me because of my insomnia so it targets a lot of different mental and physical ailments that you may have and I highly suggest a good shower meditation to anybody but paired with essential oil it's like a little slice of heaven and I couldn't go without sharing that with you or the details behind it so definitely go on to Amazon and order it doesn't matter what brand just make sure that it says 100% therapeutic essential oil and like I said it's so safe for your body that you could even really eat it if you had to I don't suggest it but you could And in that, you're going to be able to find some of the oils that we're going to be talking about today. And they're pretty pricey, some of them. I'm not going to lie. The bottles that I get usually run from $14 to $17, but I get a four ounce bottle of each and it comes with an eyedropper. So you can measure out a drop of it or several drops of it. And it doesn't have to be used just for the shower. Sometimes I use it on my lanai or I'll use the lemon oil as a cleaning product to do my house. And then my house smells like fresh and clean lemons. I make candles sometimes if I'm doing some sort of meditation that, you know, I need to cleanse or something like that. Of course, then I connect those dots and have a more peaceful atmosphere. If I've got friends coming over and I want it to smell, you know, fresh like a pack of gum, I will sometimes add a little lemon and mint to some of the cleaning stuff that I'm normally using. 
Uh, I will at Christmas time put some clove oil on the stove and burn it with some water and the moisture gets into the air, which also is very good. It's kind of like having a humidifier going, uh, but also it adds to the ambiance of the house because of cloves and frankincense burning on Christmas. Don't do it all the time, but with a nice homemade potpourri with some orange peels and some apples and, you know, some different uh, cinnamon cloves, anise, I can have a potpourri that has the whole house smelling like a fresh cider for the rest of the day. It's amazing. Uh, and you know how I am about scents, right? I'm, I'm absolutely overpassionate about scents. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about essential oils today. Those were just a couple ideas that I use. And, you know, I'm always about trying to better myself, better my lifestyle, and share it with the rest of you so that you can also participate in some of the benefits. And some of these benefits I just happen to have experienced myself. And if you haven't listened to you know, some of the podcast episodes where I've touched upon this in the past, then it's a really good place to start and jump off. So today I'm going to be reading to you the beginner's guide to using essential oils with confidence because we all have to start somewhere. And I just happen to have a little bit more background in it. And you know, when you've got a little bit of experience in something, you kind of take for granted that there are some people that have always wanted to know about these things and have never known where to start. So hopefully you can start here and uh, I'm going to go to a quick break and I'll be back. All right, so first I'm gonna cover with you some of the confidence boosters in using essential oils, some of the fact finding, if you will, on why essential oils are so good for you. Essential oils are natural. Like I talked about before, they come from plants, and so they're organic. They come from plants. They are also what's used to make the vitamins that go into your system. So if you're, like I said, like I said also <laughs> before the break, what is so compelling about this is that it's under talked about. It's under uh, utilized. And I'm hoping that when you guys hear some of this information that you're able to have the confidence to uh, use it for some of your household stuff. It's really a game changer. I when when COVID hit our house, I had humidifiers with homemade uh, essential oil blends in it, including um, you know, eucalyptus oil, which is the main ingredient that you'll find whenever you smell Vicks or whenever you have muscle tension. I used lavender cam chamomile oil, which is phenomenal. I got some pine oil, which tends to have a very strong scent when it comes to your respiratory system. Uh, I did use the lemon. All of the ones that I explained over in the last post, the mint, right? Uh, that special blend burning in all the humidifiers in our household. Yes, it's Florida. You got to be very careful whenever you're adding a lot of moisture to the air in Florida because then it gets really hot. But it completely made those who had COVID uh, in a much more comfortable scenario and it helped them to sleep and it helped bring their fevers down. I mean, it was a game changer. And a lot of people at the time when it was crazy COVID time were not talking about anything regarding essential oils and how burning those in the humidifiers could help your lungs. It was a respiratory illness. So 
or is a respiratory illness so I'm by no stretch of the imagination a doctor or anything like that but for us personally it was an awesome experience uh you know to have those on hand so that whenever COVID swept through everybody was a little bit more comfortable so that was awesome essential oils are also very safe uh so you don't have to worry about poisoning yourself or overdoing it so much that you know I did have a friend one time who was trying to get rid of a headache take some mint and instead of putting it on her temples ended up putting it all over her whole face and it burned so bad it was very painful because she didn't really understand the concept of how strong a drop of the oil can be because it is so pure and so that would be one of the only things that I would warn anybody about essential oils are powerful and you need to be very careful when you use them 100% don't ever use essential oils internally like I said they're safe enough that you probably could eat them and it will not hurt you but as of anything you don't want to take something and eat it if you don't know what's going to happen to you using essential oils internally is perfectly safe but you don't want to ever use them internally right don't use essential oils if you're pregnant essential oils are safe to use for anyone at any time except for your if you're carrying another essential oils can be cured a cure to cancer and viral infections that's true i did find out over the course of the research that i've been doing that you know ginger is an antibiotic it's not an essential oil but in terms of learning about herbs and different plants and roots and things that they can do for you ginger was something that i just had with sushi and i was like okay that's all it's not all it is so many different uses for ginger we're gonna have that's a whole other episode by itself uh but in tea it's antibiotic it's an actual uh antibiotic a cleanser it's the same as like pickle juice or remember i talked to you guys if you're just tuning in now and you haven't listened to it i talk about um you know the drunken raisin which is the uh you know gin with raisin soaked in it and then you eat a raisin every day and it cleanses out your system these are all different things you know gin is a product of pine right and pine is the oil that i mixed in with that elixir to you know help with the COVID. it was just amazing and you know we're breaking it down essential oils can be used straight out of the bottle that's what's awesome too and they should always be diluted i i dilute them with uh, another like acidic uh type of base like i'll use alcohol or i'll use peroxide or i'll use you know something that's not incredibly you know powerful that can just sustain and water down but also not water because it's oil so it has to be something that mixes and then of course i shake and then uh dollar store or someplace will have different bottles that you can buy sometimes amazon sells them in bulk uh this last time that i went home to pennsylvania i got a bunch of empty bottles and made a bunch of different recipes for my mom and each recipe had a different usage for a different ailment that she could be experiencing at any time and then i made a whole line of relaxation oil blends for her and i labeled them so that anytime that she has a day that's stressful she can take a shower with it anytime that she has a day that you know she just wants to relax maybe her back is hurting her or something like that she would have a different oil for that and you could eventually do that too if you learn about the oils and what they're good for 
There's so much contradictory information flying around. How does one know where or how to start using essential oils? Especially when each of the statements that we just went through has uh, at least a modicum of truth. Those who can lean toward caution may find this labyrinth frightening, but it really doesn't have to be. Unfortunately, there is a tremendous amount of misinformation passed around about essential oils and everyone can learn to use essential oils safely and with confidence by keeping things simple. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, silly. It's a principle that definitely applies to essential oils. Number one is to start small, right? This is how to start to use these oils wisely. Start small. You can use a handful of essential oils to address most of the issues a family might prefer to address using essential oil. You can gradually build your oil collection, yet most families will be able to take care of all of their family wellness needs with fewer than 10 oils. Additionally, if you use essential oils correctly, you will use very small amounts, which means your essential oil bottles may last you a long time. There's no sense in buying oils you will not need often to have them expire before you can use them up. Plus, making essential oil presents a significant ecological change as it takes tons of plant materials to make the oils that we buy in such small bottles. If ecological responsibility is important to you, then you'll want to treat your essential oils as the precious gifts they are and use them without being wasteful. Step 2. Learn slowly. Another phase floating around is getting to know a few oils well is more important than having a large essential oil collection. This is excellent advice. There is a lot of therapeutic overlap among the essential oils, so you really do not need a huge collection to cover most needs. Plus, the better you know the oils you have, the more creative you can be with them. Number three, start safely. Although essential oils are more natural than many of the chemicals that we have in our bathroom cabinets and under the kitchen sink, that does not mean that they're completely safe for every person and for every form of application. Some oils are very safe for a broad range of uses, making them excellent for beginners, while others can cause irritation and even allergic reactions with some people or if used incorrectly. If you use safer oils, you're less likely to experience negative effects and you have more learning curve flexibility. Step 4. Inhalation is powerful. Essential oils can be used via inhalation, topically or internally, and this lists the application methods with increasing levels of risk. What is totally amazing to so many of us is how effective inhaling essential oils can be. Often, inhalation is all that is needed to address whatever issue is at hand, whether needing extra support to calm an overexcited child before bedtime or soothe a headache. Inhalation is also the best approach to use with children under six. Topical use is the best approach in many cases, but skin irritation becomes a possibility and appropriate dilutions are required, making this approach more complex while not necessarily being more effective. Although some essential oils can be used internally, this takes a significant amount of extra study and understanding to be done safely, so it's not recommended for beginners. Step 5. Dilute, dilute, dilute. This step is more important than most people realize, but with essential oils, less is truly more. Essential oils are highly concentrated with pounds of plant matter being distilled to produce tablespoons of essential oil. Diluting an essential oil in a fixed oil such as jojoba wax, sweet almond oil, fractionated coconut oil, or olive oil before using the blend topically on the skin is safer and sometimes is even more effective than using the essential oil neat or straight from the bottle. 
Sometimes using less essential oil is actually more effective than using more would be. I love using oil to mix as well. Once you learn about essential oil safety, you can explore using various dilution ratios. But for beginners, the best thing to remember is one, two, three. A 1% dilution is one drop of essential oil in one teaspoon of fixed oil, which is easy to measure. Make a puddle of about one teaspoon carrier or fixed oil in the palm of your hand and put one drop of essential oil into that puddle and voila. 1% dilutions are for facial skin. Young children, ages 6 to 12, pregnant women, the elderly, and anyone with sensitive or irritated skin who has suppressed immune system. Number two is 2% dilutions, and therefore most daily applications and even some specific need applications. Number three is 3% dilutions are for areas of direct treatment, such as massaging a sore joint or a sore muscle. An example of using an essential oil confidently. Lavender is sometimes called the Swiss army knife of essential oils and can do so many things. The Swiss army knife sounds kind of harsh, so I prefer lavender being a best friend. Like a best friend, it can help soothe and calm, yet can also be strong when strength is needed to fight off germs. Lavender has also been the subject of hundreds of scientific studies, including many human clinical trials. For step one, this means that lavender should be in your basic essential oil kit. Step two means that you can keep learning something new about lavender and different ways to use it for a long time. As for step three, it is also one of the safest essential oils, making it an excellent first oil to purchase and use without worry. Steps four and five, apply that inhaling lavender to help soothe a headache or help you get to sleep. And if you use it topically, a one to 2% dilution will provide support for most needs. An article to get you started learning about lavender in particular can be found when you go to the essential oil starter kit, which you can find on Google. Essential oil starter kits help you to move forward. First starter kit is usually made up of very safe oils that cover a broad range of therapeutic properties. Following that list are add-on kits, and each one of those oils need an increasing amount of awareness to be used properly, including those with additional cautions for use with children and people with asthma. It's easy to see that one can quickly end up with a large collection of essential oils that are easy to use, but it's really not necessary to purchase so many. There's a breakdown and a suggestion of all the oils that are relatively easy to learn and to use safely and effectively. An add-on kit usually lists the essential oils that present the greatest challenges of those on the whole list, but if you wish to use them, simply be sure to learn all that you can about them when you include them in your collection. However, there are other options and other kits that simply serve the same purpose without presenting any concerns. Just check the botanical name of the essential oil that you purchase and Many essential oils go by the similar or same common names, yet their essential oils have a different therapeutic and safety profile. Some that are available in the starter kit, you know, if you're just shopping on your own, right? Lavender, sweet orange, rosalina, cedarwood, tea tree, bergamot mint, roman chamomile, frankincense, if I bought only two oils to start, lavender and sweet orange would be my choices. The two oranges, the two oils have properties that calm emotions, reduce pain, soothe digestion, decrease congestion, uplift emotions, destroy germs, relax tight muscles, and can be used with most people. And orange smells good anytime and for any reason. 
Chamomile and Roman chamomile are two different essential oils. Be sure that you're getting Roman chamomile. And frankincense may have sustainability issues. Check that your source provides sustainability harvested frankincense. If you're looking to step that up a notch, the next kit that you could probably add a few onto is thyme, peppermint, and eucalyptus. If you see CT, it stands for chemotype, which means that one component is higher than normal for that plant in the particular chemotype. The most common chemotype for thyme is thymol chemotype, but it's very harsh. The linalool chemotype is very effective when being far less harsh. Be sure to learn how to use peppermint properly with children. There are several species of eucalyptus. It's one of the most versatile and safest. Be sure to learn how to use eucalyptus properly with children. Some resources for using essential oils is, you now know which oils to buy, but what is the best way to learn about them? The Herbal Academy has several articles to help beginners, starting with the Ultimate Essential Oils Guide. One of the articles listed here also gives suggestions for how to find a reputable essential oil source for purchasing quality essential oils. Online aromatherapy schools often offer a free introductory course and almost certainly provide educational blogs. These are more reliable sources for a beginner or social media sites such as Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Some books that are helpful for starters are Gian Rose or Penny Price, Jennifer Peace Rind. These books are a bit more technical but are beautifully written and chock full of excellent information. Often, there may be classes available locally, either free or for a small fee. Check the credentials and background or training of the person teaching the class and consider the material that you learn in that class accordingly. Despite all of the confusing and apparently contradictory information floating around the internet, it is possible for a beginner to start using essential oils safely and effectively with only a small initial financial and time investment. Then, as you develop experience and confidence with the one or two essential oils that you start, you can expand your educational base to include more oils and then increase your collection slowly and safety. safely. Follow these steps and you're on your way to an essential oil lifestyle. Number one, start small. Number two, learn slowly. Number three, learn about and use oils safely. Number four, inhalation is always a good way. And number five, dilute for topical use. So everyone, that was what I wanted you to know about essential oils. We are going into the fall season pretty soon. And the, the winter season will be here before we know it. And with that, we're going to have colds in the change of seasons, allergies. We're going to have uh, stress comes, you know, with the holidays comes a little bit of stress. You know, and some of you who follow me are absolutely, uh, you know, hypnotized by some of the meditation techniques we talk about and really getting into spirituality. I think that the world in its own right is becoming, it's, it's falling into an age of spirituality where it's not so much religion based, but it's about finding yourself, finding who you are, finding what your goals are and things like that. And so with that being said, we could use all the tools that we can to be as successful as we 
We need to be in reaching our goals and finding where we need to be and finding that motivation and finding that courage to get back up and all of the things that are wrapped up into this beautiful package that is our life. And so I wanted to share that there was, I'm always learning about essential oils. I'm never a expert at it. I'm always uncovering something new, but for the beginner, I definitely wanted to include you in on it. So I hope you got a lot from this. Until the next time, have a wonderful morning, a great afternoon, and a good night.